Welcome back to Round Guy, the podcast on episode 236 as we're talking to David Fine because it's Iowa Heartlanders Weekly. Welcome back to the program, David. Thank you for uh, the, the re-invite. I'm looking forward to, to chatting here, Dave. Well, first I want to talk about uh, the, the pink in the rink. Uh, there was a breast cancer awareness and uh, super fan Mark Corver whose mother is a breast cancer survivor. He went all out, uh, painted his uh, antlers pink, uh, pink pants, rode on the Zamboni. Uh, how inspirational was he this weekend? Yeah, I think that, you know, we've seen a steady growth here with the fans, not only embracing the team, but also when the promotions like that happen, you see more and more unique things. It's, it's funny because a year ago, if you told Mark that he'd be riding a Zamboni and doing that, he might have called you crazy. Um, so no, it's cool to see. Uh, and uh, I think it's just, it just speaks to the, um, you know, the, 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 growth of the fan base. So I was glad when I sort of saw him, uh, doing that, I was glad that he, uh, you know, was doing it because that's what it's all about. Well, people are, fans are taking pictures with him. Uh, you know, he's really, uh, when he's there, he's a big force for the, for the crowd, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, for sure. He uh, he always writes fear the deer on everything, and uh, he's pretty he's a pretty funny guy. Actually, I hadn't really met him until uh, like a few weeks ago. Um, I knew his name, and I knew he was a season ticket holder. Um, but yeah, just getting the opportunity, just met him pretty briefly. But um, he's a cool guy. It's, it's nice to see. He his heart's in the right place, and he sure goes all out, and he's enjoying it. And I think the fans are enjoying him, so that's a good mix. Uh, yeah. Well, well, can you address the, the some of the roster moves and maybe the goalie situation? Because we're going through goalies like a fat kid goes through cake. <laughs> or, or me through jars of peanut butter. Um, yeah, so just today, um, Heartlanders announced that they released Shane Kuzmeski from an ECHL contract. He was one of the first players over the offseason that signed. Unfortunately, it just sort of didn't work out. He was injured a lot of the year, only gotten six games. He was injured in the second game. Um, and, uh, he was about, you know, ready to, to come back, but there was a, you know, because of the team making a lot of roster moves at the defense, the last few weeks, there wasn't, there was going to have to be an odd man out. And this gives him an opportunity to kind of take the next step in his career. He's a young guy, good dude, um, played last year with the wheeling nailers, 36 games. So he has been released from his ECHL contract, uh, earlier this week, or I should say on Sunday on Super Bowl Sunday, Hunter Jones goaltender was reassigned to the Iowa Wild from the Heartlanders. He had won one game since uh, returning. Hadn't quite really found his rhythm, but because of some moves up top with the with the Minnesota Wild, um, I think it's the right move. He, he's played the, well, him and Derek Barabo um, had played a, a decent amount this year with, um, with, with the Iowa Wilds. So this kind of just gives Hunter an opportunity, maybe now as a backup up there, he'll get in games more consistently. And ultimately, because... Iowa was carrying three goalies on the roster, uh, Derek Barabo, Trevin Kozlowski, and Hunter Jones. It's not quite the old like football theory where, oh, if you have two quarterbacks, you have you have none is sort of the old football saying maybe, but um, you want to have two good goaltenders. Having three, and I think all three guys are, are capable of playing pretty well at this league level in the ECHL, and they, you know some of them have proven it throughout their career already, but you know, you have three, it really makes it hard because now there's always a guy that's sort of the odd man out. And unless that guy is just kind of being kept around and, you know, maybe just as an extra roster spot, it's okay. 
we saw that with Utah. They, they're carrying three goalies, and one of the guys basically is just backing up all the time. Um, but in this case, these three guys, Darabo, Jones, and Trevin Kozlowski, I mean, these guys are all on AHL or NHL deals um, with Darabo and um, Jones being on NHL deals. So you want to nurture those guys. Those guys are property of the Minnesota Wild. And I think that it's the right call to bring one of them up. And now it'll give an opportunity for Derek Barabo to keep on progressing here. And then Trevin can also come in and, you know, that's it. you don't know quite what the split up's going to be, but the natural assumption would be, you know, Heartlanders are pretty much playing three games a week. So probably one of those guys hopefully shines and gets two or th- two games a week um, from here through basically the beginning of March. Uh, and then the Corbin Kaspersky, who was arguably the Heartlanders' best goalie this year? I think that's that's almost that might be you know easy because he was just dominant. Um, he's still up in the American Hockey League with the Syracuse Crunch. He's played in three games. Uh, two of them have been relief appearances. The game he started, he won back a few weeks ago, two weeks ago. So he hasn't seen a ton of work yet with Syracuse. Um, and again, all it takes is maybe a goaltender getting shuffled around, and he might be back in in Iowa as well. So that's that's basically where the goaltenders stand. So that uh, that's good because a lot of people uh, really uh, were big fans of Corbin's when he was here. He had a lot of support, yeah, and uh, he, not to be. yeah, he was his performance was amazing. Uh, anyway, you crushed uh, crossed a big threshold this week, uh, and uh, our podcast actually crossed a threshold today. You got ten thousand listeners to Heartlanders uh, <laughs> really? uh, a podcast. Oh yeah, or I mean the yeah. the, the the live stream. And we had two thousand. We had our two thousand five hundredth listener today. So, wow. so so we're growing too. Uh, uh, but that that's a pretty good number. Ten thousand people have listened to uh, you on the, and that's just on the uh, the streaming. And I don't know how many yeah, on the right. flow hockey too. Yeah, flow hockey. Um, the numbers are are kind of kept private. We have them here from the league, and we, you know, normally at the end of the year they do a a release. But the numbers on on flow hockey indicate that there's a lot of people tuning in from Iowa, which is, which is good because I mean, like, you know, it being a new team and you're not really sure um, necessarily how, you know, fans will react to like having to pay to watch games on flow hockey. But I think the service is a pretty good service um, and they do it. They do a decent enough job um, in most buildings in Iowa's one, like our building is a building that they do very well in um, for a variety of reasons. One, the internet's really good with Mediacom when you're, when you're plugged in. Um, and so I think that's a reason why the quality here, there's new cameras, you know, like everything kind of lends itself to people seeing the value and, and wanting to purchase to watch. Whereas if it's an older camera or the camera position isn't as good, then it's harder to, you know, why it's harder to justify. So we're really lucky here in Iowa because it's a new building. Things have been plotted out a certain way. And therefore like the flow hockey quality is really, really good, which is why we're seeing good listenership there as well. So I understand uh, the uh, Japanese phenom player that we've got is uh, off of the DL is, and is going to be back in action. Can you confirm this? Yeah, he'll be back in action. We're expecting him tomorrow. Um, that's great. I mean, Yuki Yuki Mira, um, who's, again, a native of Tokyo, Japan, just one of the best guys you could ever meet. He's always got a smile on his face. Um, even throughout his injury, anytime you'd see him, you know, he wouldn't quite maybe look as happy, but he was he was happy. Um, to just be around the guys and um, you know, he, he's an awesome dude um, and he'll be back. And he's, I mean, he talks about it too, is that he, 
the word with him is he's very tenacious. Um, he's really good on defense as a forward. He can also he also has some you know some skills to be able to score in this league, and he's a good skater. And he plays the type of way that you want a you want one of your role players to play. And I think that he comes back at a good time. One because you know offensively the team's kind of been okay, but you know the team has scored four, four, three, and two. You know which isn't too bad. And then five and three in a couple games earlier this month. So like the offense necessarily hasn't been too bad, but you know the defense has got to improve over the next few games. Coaches obviously know that. Um, and so from that perspective, he helps on the defensive end just because he, he's very responsible as a forward. Um, it's not always on the defenseman. You know, the forwards have to be good at defense, too. So Yuki will help in that regard. And then it'll be good just to have him back on the bench because he's so hardworking. And, you know, he can kind of motivate and stir the guys in the right way. So uh, I haven't talked to you in a couple of weeks, but we brought in this Chris Bennett. And uh, I made the remark, this guy's like adding Michael Jordan to your team. Uh, Tell me about this kid and his ability and how much he's scoring and how often he's in the mix. Yeah, so he was on the opening night roster and obviously he's the team captain, but he was up in the American Hockey League for a lot of the um, the last, you know, few you know, like he'd been kind of back and forth, that's the wrong way to say it. Um, but he's he's almost a goal a game guy when he's here and he, we're really the Heartlanders are very lucky that he's not, you know, up in the American League full time. It's funny, you look at the rookie leaders, and um, tomorrow you'll see the top two, Iowa plays Tulsa, the top two rookie goal scorers in the league, Jack DeRemus and Chris Bennett. Jack DeRemus is on Tulsa. So Chris Bennett's almost the top rookie goal scorer in the league, and he's only been here 25 of the 48 games, so half the games he's played. And it's funny because Jack DeRemus has played the full season with Tulsa. So like Chris Bennett's almost the leading rookie in the entire league. And he's only been here for half the year. And normally, you know, you see a guy like that, he'll get, he'll get lifted up and, and, you know, you don't know if he'll stick or not, but he's just played so well here. And I mean, scoring goals is never bad for your development. So we're happy to have Chris back. He obviously is a big, big part of the team. And um, he's so, he's so darn fast. And he, pl- he plays like Yuki with a lot of tenacity and um, kind of stirs the guys in the right way to play him on the penalty kill. He's obviously a force on the power play, um, and the fact that he's you know basically tops among rookies in all the major categories and half the number of games played speaks to how talented he is. So we got a home game just won this week, and it's tomorrow night. It's we're going to get our first big win at home for quite a while. Uh, tell is there any promotions or anything going on that night? Yes, yeah, so we have college night, which is now presented by Hills Bank. So Hills Bank. Um, kind of as you know, uh, is presenting them and they sponsor it. So for those that are college students, or if you just have a .edu email address or student ID, you get discounted tickets at the box office. Uh, additionally, the promotion is that there's uh, discounted. They're called reveal T-shirts. Sort of when we announce the team name, they're dry fit. They're like I still wear mine all the time from from the May event. I have two of them actually because uh, one of them, the one I got initially, was a little bit more of an off sunrise yellow and then i have the second one which is the true sunrise yellow and so those are go for just five dollars for college students and then it's free cactus bread from pizza ranch as well for college students uh or those with the dot edu email address so you know the thing the, the, the thing that we've noticed here dave is that um and this this goes for a lot of teams in the league but like the thing that we've kind of 
recognized is that our fans have really responded to the promotions. Um, the Marvel night was one of our best attended nights of the year. We had pink in the rink on Saturday, which was one of our best attended nights. And then even Friday, like faith and family night. And if we start to be known for doing smart and excellent promotions, then it, that's, that's could be our brand. That could be something that, you know, helps make carry the team and carry the fan base and bring the common hockey fan in, uh, or not even the common fan, just bring a common sports fan in because there's not a lot of huge hockey fans in Eastern Iowa. It's not the same as if you're in, in Ontario, like it's not Toronto, it's Eastern Iowa. So the fan base is growing here and this is all part of it is that you get people in the door to come once or twice this year, then next year maybe they want to come seven times and then the time year after that they want to come 14 or 15. Well, they're so always... that's, uh, the promotions are a big part of it. Well, they want to come back as much fun as it is and especially after they see this big win we're going to get this week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that'll help. Uh, I, mean, yeah, I think yeah, the are in a really good position to win. They, they played pretty well last week. It's just defensively not as strong. Um, but it's not like these games have been blowouts. Like These are close games. Two of the three games last week were decided by one goal. And that speaks to the how much Jerry Fleming has improved, still the you know youngest team in the league. And then basically over the next month, like don't forget, the team goes on the road this week, and then they're home basically for for the next three week three weeks minus one of the weeks. So, I mean, this is just this is just going to be a extension of the fact that the guys are able to you know continue to progress and grow every day. Yeah, a bunch of the chances to see a bunch of new wins as we get into the home stretch. Yuki's got a, a T-shirt I see they're making out. Do you know any bit how you can get a, order one of the T-shirts? Yeah, so um, that's one of the fans that's doing it, uh, Isaac, or Rev, sorry, Todd, Rev. He, know, he wouldn't want to be known by, by Isaac, but he, he goes by Isaac to me. Um, so anyway, so yeah, Rev has been kind of doing that all year, and I would contact him on the uh, on the Facebook group. But also, obviously, with the team store, there's still more new merch that keeps coming out every day in different designs, and they have brand new quarter zips and sort of like the perfect spring weather. So uh, uh, Rev, Rev is handling the, the black market and we're handling the, uh, the non-black market. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it was uh, underground stuff going on over there. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, well, there's been a lot of support. Uh, I'm really pleased to see the numbers. They just keep keep getting bigger. I mean, uh, this last homestand, I mean, to tell you the truth, that, that's a month of the Burlington Bees homes games, you know, total. <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean, uh, I, mean no, I don't know what you guys expect, but you're doing you're doing well in the market that you're in, and you're getting support, especially when we're still getting the word out about the team. Yeah, and that's the thing too is like you know because it's not a not a it's not Ontario, you know that it, we knew it was going to take a while, and you know in terms of learning the market is also another big piece as you know because like you know it's one thing to come into come into a to a city and. Um, you know, immediately know, like, this is what people like here. But because of the, the nature of how the Heartlanders were founded, um, it, it, you know, it takes a, it, it's taken a little bit. And also, obviously, it's during a pandemic. And Johnson County has, has been pretty cautious throughout. Um, so, like, you know, the fan base here is a, is a smart, intelligent fan base. And we're starting to learn in what ways that they, you know, and what things they respond to. And people want to want to come out for big promotions. So, like, Next week, we have our big DC Comics night, which is going to be great. Um, so we're going to be wearing Batman jerseys, special Batman jerseys for that. And then there's going to be some more details about um, what's going on with that in the next few days. 
because uh, that's next Friday already, which is 10 days from now from the time we're recording. And then we have like a paint with the Heartlanders night um, where, you know, we're going to have kind of a guided painting um, through one of our one of our sponsors as well. So that's like the type of stuff that we're now able to plot out months in advance as opposed to the beginning of the year when um, additionally, obviously, there was like a lot of sporting events like Iowa football going on. And um, now that we've had some time to plot out how we want to plan the promo schedule and actually execute, I think the fans are starting to respond to that. Uh, before we let you go, there's a chance to meet the Heartlanders. I saw some kind of a pizza ranch night at the, in Iowa City. Can you expand on that a little? Yeah, I, th- I think that that's just one of the things that the the team has been, um, you know, trying to do and get out in the community even more. So um, I think that that pizza ranch night is a good, you know, if you want to go and you want to have a slice of pizza and meet some of the players, um, that's the. I'm trying to remember the exact date as I as I stall you for a minute for the top of my over the top of my head. I'm forgetting the top of my head because I've forgotten the exact date of that one. But yeah, I think oh yeah, Monday, February 21st. So. At North Liberty Pizza Ranch and Iowa City Pizza Ranch. I'm sorry, Iowa City next week. Uh, Iowa City Pizza Ranch. There's a player meet and greet. Grab your favorite pizza. Meet some of your favorite Heartlanders. Those players are going to be announced. And then you get a commemorative Pizza Ranch Heartlanders puck uh, when you purchase a buffet and you get that autograph by the boys. So from 5 to 7 p.m. on Monday, the February 21st in Iowa City off of Highway 1. And then in North Liberty um, off of Beaver Creek Center, in uh, North Liberty Pizza Ranch, that's Monday, March 21st. So if you're in North Liberty or if you're in uh, you know downtown or you're in Iowa City, right off Highway 1 there, um, it'll be a good chance to meet some of the players and we'll announce some more about who exactly is going to be there. Well, I think those are the kind of things that's really going to get the community behind you. And you guys really are working hard in the community, raising awareness for breast cancer. You've raised money for uh, different events and clubs and community things around town. So it's a win-win for everybody, get down there and support the Heartlanders. Uh, we got a big win streak coming. I, I promise you. I'm giving you the round guy guarantee. So uh, <laughs> I'm uh, kind of feeling it too. I, I think that there's that there's more. I think that there's more to come from this group this year. Like, and you know, they're still not the thick. They're, they're they want to make sure they stay and get back into the thick of the of the playoff hunt, but there's still 25 games to change that. And if you have a really strong next 10 games, let's say you're right back in it. So I agree with you. I'm, I'm feeling pretty well, good. About I it. think, you know, everybody's having a good time that goes to the game. And when you win, you're going to crank that good time up into a great time. And you're going to see some good Iowa city electricity. Like, uh, you know, the, they're really proud people. I'm telling you, the people that, that live around Iowa City, they, they like to win. And if you notice when the Hawkeyes come to town, they win a lot. You know, it's a, winning's a big thing. And we're, we're, a, we're we, we like to be winners and we'll get back behind the winners. So let's get the winning going. And uh, I really appreciate you, David. These episodes have been really helping the, helping the round guy, the podcast. We're even getting a little following in Canada. We appreciate that. So thanks, David. Uh, anything before we wrap it up? No, I'm just looking forward to getting some of the announcements out on social media the next few days, a bunch of college nights, and then the DC Comics night next Friday, which our fans, I'm sure, are going to want to learn about how to get those Batman jerseys. I've not seen them yet, um, but uh, when I do, uh, we'll start uh, tweeting out some some teaser photos for fans and how they can, uh, you know, 
bid on some uh, Heartlanders Batman jerseys. So that's going to be fun, too. And uh, that's all I got for you, Dave. Thanks so much. May have to bring my grandson to that one. All right. Good job, David. Yeah. Uh, get, go out there and get him. <laughs> Thanks. We'll talk to you later, Dave. Bye. Bye.